Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, welcome to episode 105. You're listening to The Sportive. Uh, I forgot to think of a funny name. That's my fault, everybody. Uh, Yodis B, I'm Brandon. Uh, the other fellows are here. John, you want to say hi? Uh, I can try to say hi. Hi. Oh, that's a good one. That's your best one so far. That's my most my most boring catchphrase so far. Yeah, it is, but it's good. It's really good. It had some personality. Um, Stu? Um, let's go with Gort Jeffers Sports Bucket featuring Jeff. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm Jeff. And with the one in the bucket. Get in that bucket. Lower the bucket. Turn the crank and lower the bucket. We're going to be lower, lowering the bucket for a good 10, 15 minutes tonight because we forgot to come up with something to discuss. Uh, oh, before I forget, the one and only Clarence is also here. What's up, fuckers? Um, yeah, so that's. I honor tradition. I, I honor it. Not like you guys. You welcome it. Oh, and, yep. that, that, and now we have something to talk about because we can ask uh, Clarence wasn't here last week because he went to the ball game last Wednesday, right? That's correct. Did you sit in the really, really nice seats or just the really nice seats? Not the really, really nice seats. Not the ones with the full cushioning right behind yeah. home plate, yeah. but right behind uh, the Twins dugout. So, so pretty uh, nice. Was that your first time with the, with the swells and the nice people? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, a couple of years ago, just oddly enough, through the when they were in the playoffs, the playoff game, uh, 2010, it, you got kind of random seating. You got kind of lottery seating if you had season tickets. Mm-hmm. And we happened to win the lottery. We I was sitting like right next to Lou Nanny. Like awesome <laughs> seats. I don't know how the hell it even happened. First row seats. <laughs> and then Liriano imploded, and and nothing oh, has, but it has been good ever since. Yeah, that's exactly right. So my daughter, I took my daughter, my oldest daughter, who has now gotten a baseball at two straight Major League Baseball games. Unbelievable! What? I've never, I've We're never. Charmed. Gotten yeah, I'm, I'm old for forty four years. I still haven't <laughs> got one. And she's just like, hold on, like you don't get it. You don't. You snotty little twit. What? Do not get it. Just go. We're going to the ball. Hee, 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 hee. Oh, my God. <laughs> what have been the circumstances to get the two balls? Uh, they just both times, like, it wasn't fall balls. It was this time Ploof threw a tour. The other time a Cleveland guy threw a tour. Jeez. Just rolled. Yeah, I don't know. That's amazing. I don't know. So it's not like she caught a fall ball. Maybe that's more amazing, like if she randomly caught one. But she's gotten one thrown to her twice. Wow. No, that no, still I've, deserves some I've, love. That's good. Yeah. No, I've, I've told my um, uh, Disco Danny Ford teach me to say the MF word, right? I've told that story yeah. here before. Yeah, Classic. we should hear that story again. No, no, no. Run it back. It's the same time period. Have I I've told you the Richie Zisk story? No. no. Anybody so. remember Richie Zisk at all? No. Nope. Just this giant Greg Luzinski esque human. Uh was just all he could do is strike out and hit home runs and that was all he was good for. And we're sitting in those middle general admission seats in uh le- left field, which is probably I think the Aeropostal store right now <laughs> at the Mall of America. 
and Richie Sisk comes up and just crushes one. We're probably, I'd say, 20 rows up in the GA seats, and that ball is coming right towards me. I think, uh, I want to say Jeff Zahn was pitching, and it was coming right toward I had my glove. I mean, I was like eight years old. I had my glove, and I'm sitting there. It's lined up, and my mom is sitting right next to me, and the minute the ball is clearly coming right at me, she covers my head. <laughs> she like grabs me and covers my head. So I, and the ball like, literally, the ball literally lands one row in front of me, and nobody catches it, and it rolls under the seat. And someone got to it before I could reach it because my mom was holding on to me. She was doing like the, uh, when mom. you're in the passenger. Exactly, she was she was doing the exact right things. If I had tried to feel that pop fly, I guarantee I would have just taken it right in the nose. It would have been a, <laughs> it'd be a memorial. <laughs> It would still be an aeropostal. Be but. Yeah. Then be here, here lies Steve. <laughs> picture of you. Yep. Oh, oh God. I'm so, but I was just furious. The rest of the, I thought I, I had that thing. That's, I've never gotten that close to a ball yet. be so, like a bronze statue uh, in the or- aeropostal where they would put on like hoodies, <laughs> $7 hoodies on Steve Newman. Exactly, on Steve Newman's face. So, yeah, that's the closest I've ever been to a ball at a game. That's amazing. So uh, I one time was sitting in the Metrodome GA seats in left field, and I was sitting with some friends, and we didn't want to deal with all the goofballs who wanted to sit in the third row. So we sat in about the 25th or 30th row, way up in left field. They were playing the Red Sox, and Ellis Burks hit a home run that it we had we had said to each other, no ball is coming up here. And Ellis Burks hits one that is clearly coming far, far up into the stands, like one of those where the left fielder just turns around, doesn't jog back or anything, just turns around. And it lands about six people down from us in the row. And at the, this point, I'm in college, and so I'm not going to like go diving after a baseball, and everyone's just going to yell at me to throw it back, and I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do any of that. But the person that was in the way was this older, middle, not older lady, a middle-aged lady who clearly had no sense of what to do to maybe evade this ball. And so she stayed in her seat the whole time and at the last instant tried to turn to evade it, but it means it just hit her right in the butt. That might be my that might be my favorite memory of the Metrodome right there. Alice Burke's homering off that lady's butt. <laughs> that poor lady. Yeah. Well, um, Clarence, since you I weren't... Think that's the closest I've been to a batted ball during a major league game. That's well, it? Jeez. My, the closest I've been is now two games in a row, the person sitting next to me has got a fucking ball. That's the closest <laughs> I've been. Two games in a row. What about what about a foul ball, though? Have you ever had a crack at one? Uh, the person or a home next run. to me has caught a foul ball at uh, Cosman oh, Stadium. I thought, you were talking about your, I thought you were talking about your daughter getting a ball. Well, I was. Not, and I that's an actual batted ball. Uh, at Kaufman maybe three or four years ago, the ball hit off of the, like a facade, you know, like a second deck facade. So fall ball hit off that and then bounced back and landed in the lap of the gal sitting next to me. You should have been on that. What happened? Well, I could have, I could have dove into her, could have dove right in there. You don't want to get uh, arrested and again. be pregnant. Of course. So that's, that's what I need. Yeah. <laughs> All I need is to get a lady pregnant at a baseball game. Random in Kansas. Missourian. Missourian? Missourian? Missourian. I'm going Missourian. Missourian. There you go. Missourian. Um, that's good. That's good. Well, I was going to ask you, Clarence, since you were absent last week, do you have any um, rebuttal to our draft remarks? I know the, the draft is an important night for you. It's a big moment. Uh, you're into it. Uh, you paint your face when you're sitting at home to watch it. So I figured you had some thoughts, and you probably wanted to yell at me as well. I don't remember what you said. Um, I think I said that Spielman is top two, three GM in the league. <laughs> no, you didn't yep, say that. Right. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it got out of my yeah. garage, just right out of the garage. <laughs> I would have phoned your address. Best Buy headquarters is on fire. No, I mean it was uninspiring, but it was probably I, I felt like it was a good draft because they got those first two guys, uh, Waynes and Kendricks, who are I think going to be 
ideally, potentially, probably starters, and then a couple projects a that, that what? Trey, Trey Wayne's is a bust. Oh, is he? Okay, I didn't know that. Already? Hey, Dave. Is he already a bust? Is that what you're saying? No, he, yep, he's already a bust. Hey, John, who emailed you the second that they, the Twins drafted Levi Michael? That was you. Are you still <laughs> on this Levi? Was a bust. There, wasn't even, there wasn't even time for consideration. Like, six seconds after the pick, I had an email from Clarence saying Levi Michael is a bust and will never be successful in professional baseball. And how's he sure enough, sure enough, barely... He he can barely he barely knows which end of the bat to hold. That's how bad he's been. <laughs> Apparently, he, when he was at North Carolina, they never taught him which end of the bat to hold, and it explains a lot of his problems. But thirty-year-old at Double A, and I believe he's now injured. Yeah. So boy, that'd be a shock for a Twins prospect to be injured. So let me get this straight: you watched a, a college baseball game on ESPN two seven years ago, which oh. now means that. Trey Waynes is a bust. Yes. All right. Yeah. That checks out, actually. When I set, when I started saying it out loud, I was like, yeah, that does. I get it. I understand that. <laughs> you just needed to hear it out of your own mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it was boring, but I think that they got the players that they needed. Time will tell. That's what I say about the NFL draft. Okay. You know, we say time will tell, but we've already declared the Vikings' first-round pick a bust. So, well, why even why even talk about it? <laughs> I I don't know. I, who, who the fuck knows? I, I guess the the best I've heard about Trey Waynes is that all of the uh, scouts and prognosticators and everybody uh, media pro football focus hates them. They all don't like him, and the only saving grace that I've heard anywhere, and pretty much all of them say it, he wasn't a great college player. Uh, he has some athleticism, but uh, it's you know his football skills are limited, which is, is kind of important when you when you play football. Play football, yep, yep. He but, plays football. Uh, the the hope for him is that Zimmer is really good at coaching up. Defensive backs. I've well, heard he's a guru. Then who the hell cares who you pick? A guru. Then pick a guy in the eighth. Pick a guy in the seventh round. Because if it's the only thing is, is well, Zimmer will just take care of it. Fuck it. Yeah, don't worry about how bad the guy is. Zimmer will take care of it. Well, I don't know that that's a great strategy, is it? Or that's not a ringing endorsement for Spielman, is it? Well, this guy kind of sucks, but doesn't really matter who you pick. Zimmer will coach him up. Yeah, I mean, it seems to be more of a Zimmer pick, good or bad. I mean, he is the defensive backs guy. I can't imagine him being taken if Zimmer didn't love him, right? I yeah. hope so. I hope it's a Zimmer pick because then that makes me feel better about him. I don't know. It's... Wasn't Zimmer talking a lot about how nobody has ever picked up stuff as fast as Trey Wayne's? Like, he's the fastest learner in the history of Vikings minicamps or whatever. I don't know. I've really? heard them blowing heard. some smoke, yeah. And it definitely came out from the, what I read really quickly that it, Zimmer was very excited about it. And we'll see what that means. But they need a cornerback. That's good. That is good. They Well, they need a lot of things. It's be very difficult not to, uh, not to pick a guy that doesn't fill one of their needs. It's like the entire battleship board is filled with, with battleships and it was going to be difficult for them to pick a guy that wasn't a need yeah yeah well they 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 reached the low bar we set for them and some teams don't even do that right now if they traded up for Jameis winston that would have been kind of odd drafted a kicker yes oh my god and and the media still would have been like trade a rick look at him go (laughs) Shaking and baking. Look at him move. Yeah. Grantland was blowing some smoke up his ass um, the day after, saying he's one of the better GMs for drafting. One of the a top five GM for drafting was what I was what I read. What I read. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to send that to you and troll you, but I was uh, 
I'd like to say that I'm too mature, but I actually just forgot about it till right now. Damn it. <laughs> I'd like to pretend that I'm an adult who has better things to do, but in reality, I just forgot. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mature. I'm lazy. Yeah, that's too bad. There's our episode title. Not mat- well, it actually might be our podcast subtitle. Not mature, but lazy. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, um, Clarence, I know you're a big fan of one uh, Wally football. Did uh, did you look at what his point of view was on, I, I on the draft? No, I'm not a fan of his. I, I don't. Big I don't know. Wall, Wally football, football guy. <laughs> 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 but you did mention him at one point, right? I'm not making that up. <laughs> yeah. About his how name, his name is. is Walter Football. I don't see why you wouldn't trust him. Uh, Arapahoe. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, um, one thing that we, um, if you recall, argued about uh, probably um, for 100 minutes last year was... You're going to have to narrow it down. Yeah, no, I'm getting to it. Football Outsiders. So this is the oh the website no. that I like. No, let's not do this. That you guys don't like, which is totally fine. Oh, no. But it's the one that it's the one that said that our defense wasn't that good last year. That it was all context <laughs> and you know it's twentieth best, and whereas the yardage said they were twelfth best, or whatever. So anyway, this is Football Outsiders. They're big into like maybe they overdo it. That can be your point of view, but they're really big into I context. I don't right? dislike them. I just dislike that opinion. Yeah, I clearly. Um, so you can take this for the grain of salt that, you, that it most likely is to you, but they did a preview of the season already, knowing the draft and that rosters are you know relatively set at this point. Um, and as always, they're really big on strength of schedule. That's a huge component of their um, their projections always, um, which I think was the reason that they whatever. I have no idea why they thought we had a bad defense, but anyway. Uh, do you guys want to guess what their projection is for wins? Hmm. So, this is before any of the rookies have played any games. And we have any idea what anything in the league is going to look like. Is literally just running the computer projection and calling it good. I think so, yeah. But I think we talked about before that the rosters are, for the most part, set, right? So, I guess I'm That's not sure true. what will change between now and then. It would only just be like, well, depth chart and anything that happens in the preseason. But I maybe their, their maybe their point is that that wouldn't change their, uh, you know, their thought of how good this player is going to be coming out of college or something. I have no idea. Again, grain of salt. I don't work for Football Outsiders. Um, okay, John, go ahead and guess. All right, it's it says the Vikings are going to win seven games. Stewart. Uh, I don't know. God, I do. I have to answer. No, yeah. no, yeah. it doesn't matter. No. This is not no. your projection. This is just a guess of what they think. Can't be a conscientious objector. You have to participate. This isn't noms, dude. No there are rules. There's no Switzerland in this European Union, Stu. <laughs> there's no Bill Clinton here. One more than John. <laughs> that was the most pained English sentence I've ever heard him say. And then he and then he just turned around and took a huge glug of beer. Like it was just like, oh my god. Like he just delivered death news to a war wife. One more than John. I'm I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready for the conversation. That's I'm not ready. We're talking football. Yeah. Well, that's fine. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry to bring it up, but it's newsworthy. It came out this week. We we should know for our listeners that 25 minutes into it, we have no schedule for tonight. I'm already god. I've been. This is literally. We're the world's shittiest improv troupe. We're just going at it. (laughs) We're on minute 17. I've been tap dancing since minute four. Yeah. Yeah, what? Nothing. Improv. Was improv it? scenarios. Improv. Joke on improv jokes. Yes, and Clarence. Yeah, so what's in the news these days? Uh, <laughs> let's go to the newspaper. <laughs> what the shit? Wayne Brady just walked into my basement. <laughs> Clarence, what do you got? Four and twelve. So this is, we're trying to guess what football outsiders thinks the Vikings will do this year. Yep, well, yeah. accounting for the rookies 
and accounting for progression from last year and strength of schedule. They have them at six and ten. Not good. I was on the right track to not good. Surprisingly not good. I think their point was that um well, you're gonna laugh at this, but their defense was overrated last year. (laughs) Not quite as not quite as good as people thought. Um and uh, they do see some development coming from Teddy B. They pointed out how good he was last half yeah, of the season. Yeah, right, they do. Yep. I love you. Oh, they better have. Otherwise, yeah. they're getting an email. So they think the defense will be the same. worded email. <laughs> they think the defense will probably be the same. A lot of the good players that are set, like they mentioned the rookies, they probably won't have a ton of impact because they're rookies. Um, but the reason they're going to be worse than last year, their point of view, is we have uh, the toughest schedule next year. Number 32 really? in... in uh, Really? Schedule wise, yeah, which Wait, is surprising. I there's mean, only 32 teams. Yeah, how did that happen? I have no idea. I mean, I know that the um, obviously the Packers, Bears, Lions are all going to be competitive. Packers are supposed to be pretty good, uh, as Packers usual. Detroit both made the playoffs. Yep. Uh, so we have the NFC West this year. Is that do we have Seattle? Do we have Seattle this year? Whoops! Right. Probably should have looked up the schedule. That's, yeah, whoever, who, who do we have for the divisions? And well, they open in San Francisco. Oh yeah, okay, they play they Arizona. Make, so yeah, yeah that's uh, okay. NFC West. That makes sense. Although San Francisco is going to be terrible this year. Um, it's weird because we they think AFC San Francisco. Well, they got AFC West. AFC West Broncos. Oh, so we, have, uh, we have Manning. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Broncos okay, and Chiefs. Oh, I was going to be sort of optimistic about the Vikings this year. We and do we do play the Raiders, but that's an away game, so there's not a whole lot of gimmies here on the schedule. But you know, no one knows where the Raiders are playing next year. They yeah, they might be playing like like on an aircraft carrier just outside of U.S. waters. Is that true? <laughs> no one knows much. <laughs> Why aren't they playing? Uh, I think I'm exaggerating a little bit, Clarence, but not that much. If it's in international waters, then they can play, like, on horseback with, like, real guns and shit. Basically, like the the Raiders of the 70s, basically. (laughs) Of course. There's just no no rules. Aren't the Raiders the team that hired a coach that was the year before running a bed and breakfast? Yep. (laughs) Okay. Oh, boy. I love you guys. The Raiders. I'm talking to the Raiders right now. Uh, yeah, that wasn't a moment or anything. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of a bummer, but um, we'll get through it together as we always have. And I feel like Teddy B is going to surprise some people. But are we sure this is the hardest of all the schedules? No, we're it not sure. Be. We don't like football lights outsiders anyway. Well, they play. Oh, never mind. I don't know why I'm arguing. I was about to go line by line through the Viking schedule and argue that no, it's not very good. No, we're not doing that. Not yet. What is what is happening to me? Do we we're have this little to talk about that we have to talk about the Vikings? Oh, the Twins somebody, are good. The somebody twins are else good, maybe. the Viking schedule for next year? Yeah, the Twins are good. Maybe. Uh, there's, at some point, there's going to be an NBA draft lottery. That's something. Um. I don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> um, thanks, thanks for that ten seconds of updates, there, John. Uh, I tried. I yeah. tried so hard. Well, um, are I've we? I've been drinking a lot of Four Peaks Brewery beer over the past few days. Where have you Excellent been, Jonathan? Choice. Can you tell us where you've been? I've been in Phoenix for the last five days. Awesome. What were you doing? Can you tell us? It was just straight up vacation. I was sitting around, not oh, doing must anything. Be nice. Must be nice. Jeez. <laughs> It was nice, yeah. Thanks, thanks for you thanks just, for recognizing. Did you just get back in tonight? Yep, just got back earlier tonight. So by doing nothing on vacation, what exactly does that mean? Is that a lot of naps? That that means when you get back, you have a million things to do. <laughs> okay, that's what doing vaca- nothing on vacation is like. So you know how to chill out. I do. And you drank a lot of Four Peaks. Is that the the friends of of the podcast? That's the place that I'm choosing to believe that Stu's brothers owns i know that's not true but no. i can never remember what the actual fact is so i'm just saying Stu's brother owns it okay he's he's worked there for almost 20 years so he has own i'm sure he has an ownership stake in it by now just by osmosis i think he does so so it's a bar that makes their own that brews their own beer yes they're, they're like a summit the summit of uh phoenix 
they've just been around the longest, basically. Oh, nice. Here's and they make tell. really good beer, just like Summit. Here's I can tell from visiting the liquor store in Phoenix. They are about Arizona's only craft brewery. Now, that may not um, actually be true, but... They're the they're the big one down there. There's there's more now. I mean, obviously, with the way craft breweries have exploded across the country, there's more of them. But they're they're the big dog down there. Yeah. Again, just by, they started in 1996, so they're they you know wow. got in they got in way before everyone else down there. So they got in on the ground floor. I like to they say. did they did they're in uh, Arizona, New Mexico. Nevada, and I want to say parts of Southern California. Well, just say it then, baby. Say it. Yeah. They're, they're big time. They're bad. They're southwestern nationwide. I'm going to go get another beer, okay, guys? Okay, see you later, Stu. They're in In-N-Out Burger territory. Oh, did you get into some of that? If they're In-N-Out Burgers, there's probably also Four Peaks Brewing. Did you get any In-N-Out? Burgers? Uh, no, burgers? Did you need burgers? Kind of personal. <laughs> I kind of... <laughs> it's vacation, I assume so. <laughs> now, now that we're talking about it, I'm a little... Oh, it's newly was, I, guess. <laughs> I sort of forgot about In-N-Out Burger and how we needed to go get it. Whoops. Oh, well. I'll go back. So many innuendos running through my brain. <laughs> Uh, did you hear, John, did you hear that Aaron Hicks is on the team again? He's on the squad. I did, and I saw him play, actually, I saw him play his first game, which must have been yesterday, and the first thing he did was come up with two guys on base and strike out, so it's good to have Aaron Hicks back. <laughs> yeah, I'm at a loss of what to think about him. I usually like to have a, I usually have some opinion on whether I, I mean, I want them all to succeed because they're twins, but, you know, really want to cheer for a guy. And in some ways, I feel like he's been. I feel like someone's been. People have been painting the picture that he's been somewhat more deserving than a chance that he's been given. And I know that Gardenhire was kind of shitty to him. He seemed like he leaked news of him being five minutes late to to practice every single time it happened. But he also has kind of sucked, re, you know, forever. So I don't know what to think about him. Well, Can you I, help me. I suppose. He is only 25 years old, so that's something. And he had a 340 on base percentage last year. He sucked otherwise, but that's still that's something, right? Yeah, he walked a ton. Yeah. And I think he was good in the minor leagues, too, if I remember correctly. Like, he walked a ton there and hit for a little bit of power and stuff. But mm-hmm. at, at some point, I mean, he, my understanding is that he's still fairly young for the level level he's at. Like, isn't the average age in AAA pretty much the same as the major leagues, like 26 or 27? Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's young for AAA. At this point, he would be old for AA, but he, when he was at AA last year, he ripped it up. So, he's 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 not too... <laughs> he's clearly good for AA and pretty good at AAA, and he just hasn't been good in the majors yet, and... I guess there's something to be said for just letting him try to work it out, but the problem is every time they let him try to work it out, it's utterly depressing to watch. You just watch him getting sadder and sadder as he fails over and over again, and you just want him to go somewhere where nobody's watching to learn there instead. Yeah, he seems like a little bit of a sourpuss. Yeah, <laughs> that's accurate. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I haven't seen a ton of it, but that's just what it, from what I've seen. And then he stopped switch-hitting... For like one day, and then he said, "Oh, forget it. I'm never mind." So then I got he worried. Like, is he forgetting that he was no longer a switch hitter? Yeah, like, is oh, he okay? Like, I, I started feeling really bad for him. It's just a he's a yeah polarizing. I would say, but um, you know, the good thing is the good thing for him is he's competing against Shane Robinson and Jordan Schaefer. Uh, Jordan Schaefer has twenty three strike strikeouts and three walks, batting two seventeen. So. Um, it makes it a little bit easier for him to know that there's nobody really on the doorstep. Well, there's Shane Robinson. He was playing pretty well, wasn't he? Yeah. I don't know. I guess. He's 47 years old. Yeah. Which isn't great. I'm not saying Shane Robinson's a long-term solution here, but it seems like, and in some way, you, Aaron Hicks gets so sad whenever you bring him up that just let Shane Robinson play center field and leave Aaron Hicks in AAA until he learns how to be happy. And a fulfilled human being. So when he turns that frown upside down, you'd call him back up again? 
Well, he's only 25. The Twins' average age in AAA is 29-30, so... Not so much about that he's 25, it's that he's out of options after this season. Is he? Yes. So that no. plays, that's got to play into a, your decision. So, you just keep him at AAA all season, but then you don't know what to do with him at the end of the, end of the so, year. So, Clarence, would you... If you were running things, would you bring him up and just have yeah. him play this year in the majors? Yes. What is that noise? What is that noise? Is that Stu? Oh, oh, my phone's ringing. We can hear the surroundings in Stu's room better than he can because he has headphones but no microphone, so it's like it covers up all the sounds but us, so we can hear like, hey, Stu, your dog needs to go out. Huh? All right. <laughs> Bagel ready. Bagel bites. What? I, and I know. <laughs> I know. You're so good. <laughs> bagel bites. I know. Stu does not actually do this at work, but I imagine <laughs> what with him working in NPR that he just spends all day in one of those giant recording rooms that has the has the board with like five million sliders in front of him, and he's constantly got the cans on. He's like, "Yeah, that sounds good. I like. Th- I like that." And then he comes home and he's just a total audio putz. <laughs> that is. That is right across the uh, hallway for me. Is one of the studios actually? Yeah. Hey, Stu, no. do you think that we can yeah. go record there sometime? Like, do you think they'll rent uh, it out to us? I mean, you are an employee. It's reasonable to say no. I, oh, I, come I, on, I, we're respectable. All right. I'm gonna. I ain't responsible. I'm chucking eggs at the late rail. Like, I ain't responsible. <laughs> what do you think you're talking to? I've seen R. T. Ryback in the lobby at least twice, and I just can't be responsible for what happens if him and Clarence. <laughs> Clarence just <laughs> mauls him to death. <laughs> hey, congratulations on that WH WNBA championship. <laughs> just a hockey oh, fight. I'm sorry, Mayor Ryback. He's I got his shirt over else. his head. He's pummeling him. <laughs> You take that light rail down. <laughs> uh, somebody's going to have to diagram the insult that Clarence just laid down on RT Ryback. <laughs> it is inexplicable to all, all but a few. I'm sorry. I enjoy it. <laughs> nope, this definitely needs to happen. I just, just for Clarence in public radio studios, just to see what would happen. It would be great. Well, Stu. It would be great. Your call, but you have to have an FCC license to be a public radio. I'd imagine you do. You do. Oh, that's, that's an issue. <laughs> that's a problem. That's a major issue. Yeah. Yeah, we're in trouble. Parents Television Council will hear this. Oh, <laughs> the Tipper Gore. That Wait. Tipper Gore is gonna take us off the air once and for all. She's been all over us since day one. We can take She's her. Still alive. Uh, yes. Well, TG? Probably. How do you know, Stu? That she's alive? He I mean, works in public like, radio. Out. They have daily uh, Tipper Gore briefings. <laughs> just, I, think, I, think, I think her dying would have been a story that we would have heard of at some point. Hmm, I suppose. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> right now. Although it's and- okay. Speaking of, of, of celebrities dead or not, uh, I was at I was at the Twins game the day after uh, Clarence was at his. I think John and Wade were at that one too, if I remember right. Yep, that's true. And uh, somebody died. Uh, Chrissy, <laughs> Chrissy Bonus was there. John uh, Twins Geek's wife. I think you're familiar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to her at the uh, one of the, I think it was the let's say the Metropolitan Club. It's one of the indoor bars there because it's raining and shitty out. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Oh my God, James Garner died." 
She like what? showed her to be. She showed her to be on her phone. Oh my god! You know Rockford Files. James Garner. Yeah. Died. And I said, well, he's he he died like last summer. Her <laughs> <laughs> phone's I, been I, frozen I, for a long time. I, I know. Like she just showed me the like was like a face somebody's Facebook post saying you know remembering James Garner Rockford Files Square Jawed America. Well, and she I, wasn't I, wrong. She wasn't wrong. He's definitely no longer. He he has ceased to be. I mean, he is, you know, joined the choir invisible. He is dead, um, but that's... He's, yeah, he got off the canoe, but um, he's... Uh, he's dead. Yeah, oh, I, my so God. Bobby Kennedy died. Holy shit. <laughs> Janis Joplin, did you hear? Dead. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still catching up on Facebook from 2011. Dead, 43 <laughs> years ago. Anyway, that's just, that's just a little tangent. With, uh, Chrissy oh, there's a bagel bite. I just started bagel bite's done. Thing. I'll grab that to Tino's. So, are we rooting for Hicks? Or are we anti-Hicks? We're rooting for him, right? Sort of. Why wouldn't you? Why are we? Why are we anti-Hicks? I don't know. Some people seem to be pretty sour on him, just in general. I don't know. Like if, if you're going to be anti him, be anti because he's blocking somebody. Buxton's not. You know, it's like if it wasn't for Hicks, Buxton would be in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think I'm pro Aaron as well. I'm just curious, like what your point of view is, because I don't know. Maybe I'm following the wrong people, but he does seem to be sort of a divisive player. I hope he, he figures it out. He's fun to make fun of just because he's been universally terrible. Okay. Sort of, yep. He's sort of like when Blaine Boyer pitches poorly, you jump on the twitters to make jokes about Blaine Boyer, but you still from root a, for him. Well, from a strategic standpoint. If Aaron Hicks can figure it out, if he can figure it out at the plate and become a high on base, high power guy, uh, his defense, when Buxton is up, obviously Buxton will be in center field. Mm-hmm. Aaron Hicks is an extremely athletic uh, play. You know, he's he'd be a pretty good center fielder as far as fielding. He would be an outstanding right fielder in target field. He's got a cannon. He's pretty athletic. So you got Buxton and Hicks next to each other in center and right. You could put, well, I was going to say like uh, a dummy, but Arcia Arcia is really cool. Either one. (laughs) (laughs) Either one. Interchangeable. Arcia is the funnier joke. Not be hurt so bad. You could put anybody, I guess, is my point. They each just shade over like 40 feet. Buxton is like 11 feet away from Arcia, and then Hicks, he's in right center. <laughs> Fifth inning next June, fly ball goes up down the left field line. Arcia doesn't even move. Buxton <laughs> runs over, grabs it, holds the guy to a double. Goes back over to Arcia, who still hasn't moved. It's like, what? What are you? He's yelling at him. All of a sudden, he just reaches out, and he puts a hand inside his jersey and comes out with just a handful of straw. Because it's a scarecrow. <laughs> put a scarecrow in left field. But camera cuts to the dugout. He's just in there eating a meatball stuff. Like, what? Ozzy. fine. More fried chicken. Ozzy, do you see the ball boy that stands down there by the tarp? There, You stand right next to him. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Help right him there. out. That's where you stand. Just try to stay out of Byron's way. <sighs> yep, that's next season. So Hicks, he had a couple uh, hits tonight, which is great. Yeah, we have three. Infield? Yeah, he had a uh, oh. very nice double, right? Laced it, like, hardcore, right down the line. <laughs> Here's the one thing that does bug me a little bit about Aaron Hicks. When he's playing center field and somebody hits the ball over his head, he just turns around and looks down at the ground and sprints back to get it, which works out fine sometimes. But there was that one game in Chicago last year where he turned around and sprinted back to get it and turned around where he thought it was going, but it was windy, so it landed like 45 feet away from him. <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing. Which now is hilarious, but... Yeah, there was a Royals guy one time, if I remember right, it was the Royals. He, he uh, deep fly ball, he ran back and climbed the fence and reached up really high, and then it bounced like 15 feet in front of the warning track. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was standing on the fence like he was just all yeah. I I can tell you that there is a person of my close acquaintance who played high school baseball and at one point did manage to you know climb the fence by the first base dugout and take away a pop you know take a pop fly out of the crowd and ever after 
anytime there was a pop fly near first base, he would climb the fence, <laughs> ready to take away. It land, you know, ten feet from the fence, twenty feet from the fence. It would land, you know, two fields away. It would land in fair territory with the second baseman wondering what was going on. It was a comeback to the pitcher on the fence, ready to take another one away because it was so awesome. Yeah, I get it. Yep, I do too. So beyond Hicks, who's going to keep my attention for a while, and obviously them being actually competent, which is uh, which is incredible. I know that we we do this every year to ourselves. We get really excited about some sort of May or mm-hmm. June run, which is fine. Let's just do it. Um, However, this is this is their most sustained, you know, best run of those runs. That is the saddest thing in the world, though, man, because know, they're thirty-three games into it. Oh, oh, oh! They're eighteen percent of the way through the season but you're right it is this is seems to be the best so far i say brandon yes sir were you just got a little bit of a scratchy got a little bit of a scratchy throat are you sure no this early this is too early bud a little bit no you got I feel like maybe you got some swollen glands a little bit you know down in the neck a little bit swollen have you been like sneezing more than usual a little bit of a ra- little bit of a rash. I've been sneezing a lot, like just just sneezing. I don't know. It's something in my nose. I don't know. It's hay fever, maybe. Uh, no, no. It's distinctly different than hay fever. Kind, of, it's a lot different. Yeah, yeah. It's different, and it comes and goes, but it's definitely coming on real strong. Earlier than I was expecting. Is it, Earlier is it than like most a of the word, country. Is it a word you can shorten? Well, yeah. Diagnose it as tenant fever. Is it man fever? Really? Oh, you got the nant. Oh, God. Oh, God. We all got nant. It's nant fever. Nant fever. Nant fever. I got it. I got it bad. I got nant fever. Got it so good. (laughs) 103. Uh, What band is that again? Is that Foreigner? It's foreigner, right? Uh, yes, yes, Nant it is. Fever. Cold-blooded. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I got Nant Fever, and I'm looking forward to having it for at least another week. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Maybe two. The kid in Alaska turns into a, a pumpkin. Literally. I mean, they may just dress him up as pumpkin. We got a pumpkin and a scarecrow. <laughs> I like how the Twins have one pretty good run, and we got Nant Fever. They're four games over 500 at this point. <laughs> Shut up, John. Third place. <laughs> third place. It's not like they're leading the division. They're in third place. They're the oh, sixth best sure. team in the American League. There's 15 teams. <laughs> Why do you have to do this? Let us have no, I'm just. I'm, I'm ready hey. for some Nant Fever, same as everybody, but... I don't want to pour any cold water on it. I'm just looking at this... Uh, pitching staff, and I see old Philly Hughes. ERA isn't there right now. His FIP isn't there right now. But he's still got an, a 32 strikeout, four walk. Uh, so eight strikeout to walk ratio is amazing. So he's really, really good. I see Gibson, Pelfrey, and Rocky Nabisco are all like one to one. That's horseshit. It's terrible. And Trevor May's good. He's got 24 strikeouts, eight walks, and he seems to be a good player. So we have two. Seem to be two pitchers. So if you think that maybe Gibson will just get better in that area, I think that makes some sense. But he did last night. He struck out like five of the last six guys he faced. Yeah. So imagine how bad his ratio was before that. You son of a bitch. I know the. I know he's a blind spot for you, and I love that. I love that this he is your blind spot. One run last night, and all you can talk about it. Strike out talk ratio. You gave up one run. It's a good. It's a good day, and I'm happy for him. He does have 17, 17 strikeouts in forty three innings. You, can, you can't just enjoy that he's doing well. You have to. I'm a member of the media, Clarence. Do you want me? You want me to crown his ass? <laughs> you want me to crown his ass? <laughs> uh, I want you to crown him. Well, I do have Nan Thieves oh, right now. It. Oh fuck! Are you okay? I'm sorry. I'm watching Game Seven overtime. Which is like being on heroin. Who are you rooting for? Who's I'm not. Uh, New New uh, York just beat. Now, 
Washington. Yeah, I know it. I did, I couldn't even see who scored. His back was to me. It was probably Stefan Motola again. It was a pass across, and just he buried it. That's why I went. So wait a minute. Both Washington teams lost in overtime tonight, or on the last play of the game, or whatever. I believe. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The uh, the Hawks beat the Wizards. The Hawks beat the Wizards in the last shot, and obviously the Rangers beat the Wizard the the, uh, Capitals in the last shot. Wow! Really? That's That's horrible. That's a that's a Minnesota night right there for you guys. Yeah, it sure is. That is brutal. Are I hope nobody's basketball too. Uh, it was, uh, I think, two-two. Yeah, so now it's three-two Atlanta. That was a really, really big game. I hope nobody's yeah. actually watching the Eastern Conference playoffs for basketball because it's not exactly—it's barely basketball. Like, it's the yeah. worst four teams in the conference finals I've seen in a long time: Atlanta, Washington, Cleveland, and Chicago. Collectively shooting about thirty-five percent, and not because of good <laughs> defense. They just all suck as teams. Yeah, it's, it's it's absolutely horrible that either Memphis or Golden State will be out after this round because they're both good enough to win a title. I mean, they're just so fun to watch. Memphis, Golden State, the Clippers, the Rockets, and the Spurs are yeah, the Spurs. best five right. teams in the NBA. Exactly. Easily would be in the, in the finals if one of them was in the Eastern Conference. And we have to watch Cleveland, Chicago, Washington, and Atlanta just brick their way through these playoff games. <laughs> Just, just ruin the game of basketball over and over so again. so bad to watch. It's awful. Um, again, it's not because it's lockdown defense. It's just dudes bricking shots over and over and over. Um, it's, yeah, it's not good. Not good at all. Shouldn't we be talking about the lottery that's coming up, like, next week? Am I... Is this not the sportive podcast in which every time I bring up basketball, I get... Dead silence for everybody. Do you yeah, want to talk this hoops? This is lottery time. This is the time when we can bemoan the Timberwolves' terrible luck and not just bemoan how terrible a franchise they are. Yeah, they they may have terrible luck. Okay, here's the thing. Even if they get well, they can't really get good luck. They can just get the regular old luck because they are the worst team. Yeah, but regular so, luck counts as good luck for the Timberwolves. Okay, well here's what I'm here. Here's my point about luck and the Timberwolves. Just a quick friendly reminder who's running this organization is Flip Saunders. So the organization is uh, interminably fucked for the foreseeable future. Just absolute zero hope of anything good actually happening to this squad. So even if they do get the number one pick, I'm convinced that they're going to take Okafor, who's like the perfect guy on a shitty team to not make them any better and just get his points, his 20 and 10, and uh, they'll continue to be shitty. And Flip will take him because he's got he passes the eye test better than anybody else. And uh, yeah, they'll continue to be an awful team no matter what happens. I'm convinced. First pick, second pick, third pick, fourth pick, they're going to end up with Okafor because he sucks. So who do you think who do you think David Stern will rig the NBA lottery for this year? <laughs> um. Who is the most likely team? Is it Oklahoma City? They're in the lottery. Is he going to rig it for them? Or is it he's just going to straight up rig it for the Lakers like we all think he's probably going to? So you so you st- still think that he's pulling some strings behind the scenes? Oh, yeah, like David Stern is – I'm sure he's just in a quiet retirement. He goes fishing every day. That seems like <laughs> David Stern. <laughs> little goofy hat. With yep. the lures on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fellas. What's what's happening now? Well, something else happening to Stu? I'm here. Oh, I think Stu, your wife's yelling at you. Kids are going to bed. Um, well, John, if you want to be obvious about it, it would probably be the Lakers. Probably the Lakers. What about the Knicks, though? The Lakers. The Lakers and Knicks both have opportunity to be, you know, top two or three really easily. So, um, so yeah, I think if you wanted to run down the thirteen teams in the lottery, you'd be able to find a pretty or fourteen teams. Excuse me, you'd be able to find a pretty good conspiracy theory for like seven of them. So odds are in your favor if you. Oh hi, Stu's Stu's kid is waving at us again. 
becoming a nightly nightly deal. Joining us once again at Stu's house. She's screaming. She won't go to bed unless she can wave at Daddy's weird friends in the computer. Pretty much. Um. Yeah, so it's either going to be the Wolves, the Sixers, the Lakers, or the Knicks, most likely. I mean, unless some crazy shit happens, which it might. Um, but yeah, no, the Wolves will end up with uh, Okafor. And they're hopeless. <laughs> no matter what pick they get, you're saying that they're going to end up with Okafor. That's what I'm saying, because they're they're guaranteed a top four pick, right? So if you yes. look at the top four, um, it seems to be the consensus... And, you know, again, crazy shit happens all the time, so you never know. But the consensus at this point is the top four picks, Carl Anthony Towns, the Kentucky center bruiser, the guy that I want really badly. Think of, like, a more offensive-minded Tyson Chandler or something. Um, Emmanuel Moutier, Jalil Okafor, and D'Angelo Russell. Those are the four. Three of those guys seem like they're going to be really good pros, and one of them is like an offensive-minded center who's like the next uh, Al Jefferson or something. Um, All right. Three good players and Al Jefferson. Who are we going to end up with between three good players and Al Jefferson? Al Jefferson for sure. There's not even a question. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly right. When they open up up the envelope at the lottery, no matter which it is, it might just have the Timberwolves logo and Okafor's face on it. (laughs) It should. Those two things. (laughs) Oh, and the Timberwolves win Okafor in the lottery. That's weird, but we all knew it was coming, so. Yes. Yes. Okay, so we agree. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just hard to have... It's hard to have hope for this organization because... In a way, if you have a really good GM and just an okay coach, you can still you can still win in the NBA, right? And if you have just an okay GM and a really good coach, you can also still win. But if you have bad either one of those, no roster can make up for because you're not going to have a good roster to begin with. So it just seems hopeless. Um, we hate. They have a terrible roster, a terrible coach, and terrible management. Like we hate Rick Spielman. Right, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the Vikings are just a hopeless franchise. That's just not the way it works. Um, oh yeah, when I think of the Vikings, hopeful franchise never enters my mind as something something to describe. I think them. they're hopeless for a lot of reasons. It's just not just not just that reason. They're just hopeless in general. Um, yeah. But the Wolves, they, it's just hard to get revved up about anything that happens unless they actually draft Towns. And even then, the thing that bothers me is, okay, so they get Towns, which is the, the best possible case scenario. Um, Flip just is going to refuse to stop coaching, right? So the better draft pick they get, the more excited he's going to be, the more he's going to refuse. And there's plenty of good coaching candidates out there to go find someone who actually knows what he's doing. And I've seen a few times here and there, media people will ask Flip, like, hey, are you going to, what's the plan here? And he's like, I'm the coach until, for what, you know, he starts getting, like, angry about it. So he's going to dig his heels in and just coach way too long. I mean, he's already coached a year too long, right? So it's going to continue for God knows how long. And uh, he's terrible at it. Well, at least we can be optimistic. We can be hopeful, and that's the good thing. No. It's the opposite of that, Jonathan. Damn it. I was being sarcastic, Brandon. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. <clears throat> but uh, I still got my uh, still got my Cavaliers to root for, my, my second team. Cavaliers? No, they suck. No, it's because my it's my beloved Sixers are out of it, so I have to. I've adopted the Cavs for this playoffs because I like LeBron, but the Cavs suck. Uh, but we'll see. And my my Sixers have a couple picks, and uh, we'll see if they make a move too. So I'm just I'm just hedging. I'm just spreading out my emotions, <clears throat> hoping something sticks at some point. That's a good attitude, Brandon. I like that. Thank you, sir. Um, <clears throat> Is there anything else we could possibly even discuss right now? Have you guys heard of a thing called Artaworld? Stu, you're in the public radio business. It sounds like something you might this know about. This is true. So do you know about the Artaworld? Yeah. Um, I, I like to say more like Fartaworld because I'm pretty cool. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Hi-oh. What, 
Um, what is yeah, it? Yeah, I'm aware of it. I'm aware of it. I know it causes an absolute parking nightmare because it just makes Northeast Minneapolis just a shit show for a bunch of people walking around, drinking beer, listening to bands, buying art, eating corn dogs and shit. Is that about right? I don't know. I've never been there. I haven't really heard of it, um, but we're planning on going there this Friday, so I was just it's, curious what your... Uh... It's a pretty big deal. There's, there are some good bands playing. Uh, friend, of show, friend of the show, Adam Lamoro, whose band Farewell Milwaukee is good, is playing oh, at... Yeah, I like Farewell Milwaukee. They're playing at Grumpy's Northeast after a Hall & Oates cover band, which is pretty cool. Is this Friday or I Saturday? Mean, Saturday afternoon. I would go to that in a heartbeat, but I'm going to be in St. Paul at a dance competition. A dad's so dance competition? Be. Please say a dad's nope, dance competition. A, nope, nope. That's a daughter's dance Shit. competition. I was hoping you made regionals or something. No, I have to, no. There's there's a riff off to get to that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do that. Fucking riff off. A riff off. Uh, do a riff off. In an actual movie, a riff off, and we're just okay with it. It's like, yeah. that's something that happened, and oh, everybody no, no, that's moved fine. on to the next scene. Like, what is this, yeah. science fiction? In the middle of a... <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm watching with my wife, and they have a riff-off, and I'm, and she's just like, oh, yeah. Just sitting there staring at the TV. It's a normal thing. <laughs> is this and like I'm a fantasy around, sequence like, or something? Is that... What the hell is going on here? <laughs> I, I, just, can, I can vouch I got, there, there, there's a riff-off in this the second movie, too. Oh... I got the magic in me. What the fuck am I watching? What? Why? Let me. I'm curious. Why were you watching it to begin with? Were your kids around or? Yes. Okay. Well, that helps a little bit, I guess. It's not for adults, really, is it? Like grown-ups? I think it is. Oh, is it? it? Is. Okay. I love it. Oh, seriously? Oh, I haven't really... I've yeah. seen parts of... I, I, I watch it all the time. Well, again, I'm surrounded. I've, I've been beaten down, and maybe it's Stockholm <laughs> It could be Stockholm Syndrome. I think it is. <laughs> but but I, I enjoy the movie, and I watch it when they're not around. So, Patty you know, Hurt. That's what I'm yeah, calling it. Yeah, exactly. The, the Stubianese Liberation Army. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I enjoy it, and I'll probably get to see the second we're probably going to go to the theater next weekend and see the second one. It's just how it rolls. You're just trying to not be excited, but you're excited. I, it's, you know, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. I like I'm most sorry. of the girly shows that you've recommended. Gilmore Girls was fine. Veronica Mars Gilmore was Girls amazing. Gilmore Girls fantastic. Yeah. God, it's good. They're both good. So, I read but, uh, that Gilmore Girls, you know, that uh, Luke and then Lorelai like hated each other's guts. And I read that about halfway through I, rewatching it. And then it totally yeah. made sense why they were just not in scenes together for like a whole season. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that was great. I like that. It was great. Made it more fun. Things are good. I like it when things are good. Mm, I know. It's one of the best things. So. Well, I'll be at Art of World Friday night, out and about, if any of you... I'll be, um, I'll be in St. Paul Friday and Saturday for the dance competition. Uh, if anybody wants to hang out, I'm, I'm around. Just riffing. Yeah, 94 is closed, so you can't get there, but I'm there. <laughs> so, uh, Yikes. Good luck. Uh, yeah, so um, that's that's what I'm doing. You guys, do, uh, John, Clarence, you guys doing anything this weekend? Any, any uh, even here anymore? They're not here. Uh, John, um, you're going to be unpacking. Remember, okay? Do you have to go back to work tomorrow? Yes, that's uh, true. It's Wednesday, John. Wait, you're in God, Minnesota. Wait, it's not Saturday. I no. thought we were doing a Saturday podcast. It's Wednesday. You're in Minnesota, John. Wow, this is the worst. Somebody call Wade and tell him I did, tell him that I need tomorrow off. Oh, he's listening. Oh, okay. That's true. Uh, Clarence, since I have dance in St. Paul, you have it in Chanhassen? That's a hell of a guess. Red Wing. Gosh. <laughs> all, uh, day? South, all day? South Metro. Yeah, all day? All day. Uh, it was so Friday night and all day Saturday. Uh, we so, got uh, track meet and softball. So this God, is just like have, dance competition season, uh, right? Because it's May. Yeah, That's kind of like the... Yep. It's the wheelhouse. All right. Is this... I was going to ask Clarence if he had to get a hotel room at all this weekend. No, no, it's okay. like 20 minutes away. So. Oh, okay. Good, no. good. 
Is there like a dance circuit of some kind? Like, yes. Is there a dance league that all the stand, you know, that there's like AAU dance standings and stuff? That's so much a league. It's a bunch. Is this, of, big, yeah. is this big nine dance? Something is it a like faction? That? Would you call it a faction? There's different it, factions. There's fiefdoms, if you will. It's like tournaments. It's like a tournament. Yeah. That's it's just like tournaments. Is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a series of tournaments. Mm-hmm. And it depends on who is putting on the tournament. There's Triple S. There is... Legacy. Uh, yeah. Starbound. There's a whole uh, bunch of different outfits that put on tournaments, and then you go there, and they they have them at different cities throughout the year. Hmm. There you go. That's, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, that's what we're doing this weekend. Yep. And I, th- I think when we're at these things this weekend, we can maybe try to think of show ideas for next week. Maybe. Uh, well, not the familiar. Twins, not familiar with the, the concept. Twins, the Twins will have gotten done with like a week's worth of games against good teams. We might have a little better idea if this is a sustainable run. That Are they for real? Yes. Trend or Mirage? <laughs> I like that. I just want you guys to know that while we've been talking, I've been doing the mock draft lottery on ESPN, and I've counted, literally counted 14 tries to play the lottery, and we have not gotten number one yet. (laughs) I'm not exaggerating. I counted to start just to see what would happen. I'm at 14, and it still has not happened. Wow. So that's how... So you can call it... Oh, 15th. We got him. Number 15. One out of a 15 chance. That sounds about right. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. Um, with that right, awful I'll, bit of information. I'll come prepared next week with a lot of information about the St. Saint Paul Saints and the Minnesota Lynx and Minnesota United. Yeah, John, get yourself to bed. Take a rest. Get that jet leg out of your system. I have a lot system. to say about every sport that's actually going on instead of yet again leading off the show with the Vikings who don't even start till September. Clearly, we need to maybe try to book a bar show next week. That might help. Just you know, we got to start with the Vikings. You know our rule. We got to ch- sell it to the cheap seats. That's how we. That's how we roll. The people want to hear about the Vikings. We talk about the Vikings. We're shills. We're desperate. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. We're I givers. Think people mostly want to hear us just make fun Press of each up. other and drink. Oh, okay. Well, I can do that. Yeah, we can definitely do that. All right. Well, uh, enough. I've had I've had goddamn enough of this. Let's press stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I love you, everybody. Thank you. Until next week.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.